American brother. I'm African, but I ain't no brother of your son. I manifested this. I manifested this. Rivalries really have made people more appealing to fans. They've elevated platforms. They've, they combine fan bases, right? Because they put them against each other. Would you say that Drickers versus Adesanya is probably one of the most fiery, explicit feuds that we've had yes. in recent yes, years? Yes, 100%. And would you rate it above him and Pereira? Yes, yeah, because you're just selling us on the fight. I mean, there was some other stuff, but like, what, what was their rivalry based on? Well, it is on the fight, but Izzy's record, the only times he'd ever been stopped ever was by Pereira and like this guy has tracked him down come to a whole different sport and he's like I want to fucking knock you okay, out again I get what you're it's saying like, I'm the guy to do it I'll do it again and he fucking did on his first attempt it is the first feud in a long time where a champion has looked down on a contender and has spotted him has had a personal beef with him and then he has found his way he's, to the title he's fight he's manifested is he, he manifested has manifested the challenge but he's yeah. done this multiple times like imagine if Izzy hasn't ha hadn't had these rivalries recently it probably would have been quite boring oh look Alex Pereira and he gets to a title shot Drickus gets to a title shot you know he almost did it with Sean Strickland but Sean Strickland didn't make it he does mention if you watch his content he does mention every now and then he's like having words of the UFC putting in things Hill he's obviously they've always had their back and forth online Till kept getting thrown back in with top guys maybe when he wasn't ready for it yeah he, he's very good at that he's very good at, at calling people out I think he needs it though yeah I think he needs to have that mental stimulation and mental preparation for someone that he genuinely does not like it doesn't really happen very often like GSP wasn't looking at the weight division like Dan Hadi you you're next but he like, did it for Nick Diaz for eh? Nick yeah. yeah but Nick came into the UFC like where you at George I like that Izzy is so fired up how amazing for his story he has all these boring performances everyone doesn't like him thinks he's cringe finally gets knocked out everyone's like yeah thank fuck we knocked him out and then comes back beats the guy even better than he beat him in MMA and then his next fight is like this heated rivalry against this guy who he's manifested so he can fuck up personally. How do you think the UFC sells this fight, though? Do you think they lean into uh, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. They doesn't care. They, they would just let them talk. Like, they're not going to stop them. Ron Perlman, come on. Yeah. Who is the real African? We will <laughs> yeah. find out in the cold open. Of, I don't like, think they'll know. say that, but they'll let them say that to each other. I'm sure Izzy's going to be like, we're going to see who the real African is. I'm sure he's going to say they that. They will so. definitely use it. If you can get two guys that genuinely have have a rivalry they're gonna latch onto that immediately i just hope they do eventually find that respect for each other because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day is like who can be the better fighter i think ultimately if you're selling a fight if you're selling a big fight the climax of the film is the fight but it's the story you're not just selling the fight you don't go to see rocky because there's a boxing fight in it you sell the story of the movie so anytime there's a big fight or a big rivalry it's because you're getting sold something more than the actual fight and that's what we're going to get in this one that's what we got with dominic cruz cody garbrandt that's what we got with john jones daniel cormier or like connor habib like you have to sell more than the actual fight itself and that really doesn't happen very often more often than not we're just getting like the bmf title we're just being sold the fight like there's a rematch i guess that's maybe it's a the little violence bit more. Is there's, there's no even personal that's a fight. beef between yeah. them and that's kind of what 
we're slightly missing in MMA is these kind of like genuine reasons to do so. I think also that's the problem with champions calling out for super fights. Whereas like when you do have Izzy and champions like Izzy who are directly looking at the guys below them go, no, I want to dominate this division and I want to take out every new exciting guy. When the champion versus champion fight comes along, it has a certain special aura about it because it doesn't happen very often. Islam Mahachev's first title defense at lightweight was a super fight. Exactly. It's stupid. Yeah. Like you need to have a legacy. That's the whole bloody point of it. But Alex recently, Volkanovsky, he called out Ilya after his win, yeah. right? Which is great. That's what we want to see. Ilya's saying that he can smash this guy in one round. He can sub him if he wants to. He can knock him out if he wants to. That's the kind of contender yeah, yeah, yeah. like heat that you want though, isn't it? It's good to see a contender like that who has just fucked up someone like Josh Emmett in the way that he has done. I'm, now I'm fucking coming after the champion. Would it be Izzy's biggest selling fight of all time? Because of the rivalry, maybe, but because of the quality of the challenger, maybe not. Maybe people think it's going to be too easy. Yeah, yeah he... I think Drickus just has the weird, spooky style and it just works. The guy is 20 and 2 now. The whole fight, he was timing Rob every time he blitzed in, was just connecting every time. And it's like, again, it goes back to the, the stats that I said before we started this thing. He's got like one of the highest percentages of accuracy in significant strikes. Like, it doesn't look like it. Rob Whitaker's not on that list. He's behaving like a clown in there. You know, that's not how a champion behaves. That's not how a man behaves. He's behaving like a child. Conduct yourself like a champion. All right, guys, very quick one. This episode, again, is sponsored by the lovely people at Howlhead. It is the perfect whiskey to enjoy the UFC fights with. Alex, also, they won a few awards recently. They did, they? mate. Double gold at the SIP Awards. Don't know if you've been to that one. If no, you haven't, you should go to the San Francisco uh, World Spirit Awards as well. They won gold medal there as well. That's pretty prestigious, isn't it? I mean, like, have you ever drunk an award-winning whiskey? I, ha I have now. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I was going to say that, but well. yeah, you have now, so... Get yourself a bottle at larger Tesco's or on Amazon or at Master of Malt. We're very happy to have them here. I was very happy to have a little hell ahead for this podcast today. Uh, I want to whoop his ass so bad. I want to whoop his ass so bad. I want to do it in South Africa or Nigeria. I pray to God he keeps winning. I will gladly drag his carcass across South Africa. Ultimately, like, that's what MMA is as a sport. Like, we are trained and we're going to have a sporting contest. But, like, why do you fight in real life? Because you, you dislike them or you have an argument. Like, that. So when that is part of the narrative, it is a sport, but it's no longer a sport. It's an actual fight. One thing Conor McGregor always did with every one of his opponents, he made it a fight. He, he made, made it, it personal. personal. Yeah. He turned it into a fight. It's like, I'm showing up. I've got Joe a, I've got a, a contest booked against Conor McGregor. And he's like, no, no, no. This isn't a contest. This is going to be a fight. I'm going to make you dislike me. You, you know? need to. If you're going to fucking punch someone in the face. Well, you don't need to because plenty of people don't do that. Well, no. But I mean, I mean, from a, I think some people need to do that. Like Nick Diaz has always yes, talked about the that. fact that he needs to hate people. And actually, he's desensitized from the sport when he gets put against guys that he doesn't want to do that to as well. Like him fighting BJ Penn. I wouldn't have picked that first opponent. That's, uh, I would have been happy with an, a different fight and not fighting somebody that I'm so acquainted with. For him to come in and fight that man who's always sort of been a hero to him must have been really hard to punch that guy in the face who's trained your friends and your family, that kind of thing, helped his younger brother. And the fact that he was booked up against him and he had to fucking kick him in the head, you know, had to p batter his face in to be declared the winner of this sport kind of shows you what people actually have to do. And I think as fans, that's what we do. We do take that for granted because we aren't in there. We don't feel the actual pain at which they're going through.
But there are people who do watch fighting and maybe don't take into consideration how badly Rory McDonald's nose has been obliterated by Robbie Lawler's fucking hat. Robbie hit him and he fell over and a lot of people are like, why is he falling over? It's just like, because his <laughs> nose is obliterated. Yeah. That's why. He can't stand the fucking pain. You no, know we hate more than that though. We hate it when they promise there's going to be a fight and then they don't do anything. Yeah. And then we hate that because we're that. like, you said you were going to fight. Yeah, but this you is, haven't. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you coming on through. And um, we've seen a lot of comments in the videos that some of you want to see the full versions of these little chats unedited, you know, in their purest form. But you strike me as the type of person that's had sex so much but never improved. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to say we're going to be releasing these to our channel members or people who join our community. All you need to do is click join down below. Uh, you get a bunch of other benefits, access to some other cool stuff inside of things. And you also support us in making new content like this. Our plan is to release two of these a week. So if you join, you'll get two 30-minute podcast episodes a week. So thank you very much for all support on this new podcast stuff. And if you want to see the full thing, go ahead and click join down below.